Hello everyone, back again. I know I, uh, I'm, I'm not very original these days when it comes, I just say hello, just say hey what's up, do we have an ad read? Hey, hey what's up? Hey what's up, do you um, have an ad read? Yeah, first of all, I repositioned my uh, mic, what do you think? Now we're kind of looking at each other more. I like it, it's a little more intense. We're like staring each other in the eyes, you like that? It's, it's, a, it's a change that I have to be completely honest, I probably would not have noticed unless you said something, but I'm glad you did. Okay, I just have my feet in a different position. Uh, today's sponsor, Looks a little more comfortable, you look a little more chillaxed. Yeah, my other one, my legs were kind of in a weird spot, that was talking positions. Uh, today's sponsor, Mark's Mania. It says, this is, the ad read says, please read ad in Hulk Hogan voice. I don't know if I can do that. Brother, brother, the best wrestling school in the upper Midwest is Mark's Mania. They'll teach you every finishing move. The figure four leg lock, the choke slam, and my specialty, the five star frog splash. So go to Mark's Mania to learn your best wrestling moves, brother. That was wonderful. That was, a pr- that was, Thanks. I'll, t- I'll tell you that mo- this much. That Hulk Hogan impression was much better than our Canadian accents, or at least my Canadian accent. Well, I think the best... Oh, no, never mind. It wasn't an uh, impersonation. Louis Armstrong was actually on the show. Oh, yeah. Louis was yeah. here. All right. Well, with that said, speaking of music, let's hit the music. famous guest is between louis armstrong and hulk hogan brother that uh that hurt my voice did it the cords are hurting right now yeah so if, if justin starts to tail off or sounds <laughs> a little uh sorry sage yeah sounds sounds a little faint towards the end it's because of uh his hulk hogan impersonation but you know i don't know that you would have been able to impersonate anyone else so well you know what else hurts right now let's hear it you know where we're supposed to be right now oh <laughs> I did. I should have known that's where you're going with this. Why don't you, why don't you just let us pout one more time? Give the fans what. I mean, what, there shouldn't even be a podcast this week unless we did it earlier in the week because we should be or from the aeropuerto. We should be on a plane to London right and then now. soon to be to Spain. Yeah, yeah. You got the old uh, Delta notification yesterday saying your boarding pass, pass is now available. My phone? Uh, no, it's not. My phone almost went through the TV. Yeah, and yeah, you you were pretty upset about it. I made it. you stop what we were doing. Yeah, I was I was a little confused. I don't even know what you were referring to. Uh, what a kick in the sack. But yeah, we were supposed to be in London and Spain within the next 10 days. We were gone for what? Yeah, 10 days, right? Damn. Oh, what a... You know, people don't come here to listen to us complain, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. But just know, if, if our minds are elsewhere, this podcast, they're dreaming of uh, drinking loads of beers in the pubs uh, around... The London and Spain stadiums just having the time of our lives. We should have been hammering the Duolingo this week trying to figure out how to ask uh, for more beers and uh, where the bathroom is. You know, I will say the one positive is when we were on vacation in Auburn last year, I downloaded Duolingo, was committed to learning a little Spanish before our trip to Spain. Puedo ir al baño, I believe is where is the bathroom. Uh, I believe donde is where, but we're, this is not a Spanish-speaking <laughs> podcast. Mean? Ian, um, Ian, look up what Puedo means. Anyways, uh, 
I've now committed to learning Spanish again. So over my lunch break, you, you know, you, your lunch break consists of you going for walks. I do. My lunch break now consists of doing my daily lessons in Spanish for Duolingo. So hopefully Muy bien. by this time next year, I will be able to communicate with uh, uh, our friends uh, and compadres in, in Spain when we're on our trip, which has now been delayed or postponed a year. Do, uh, dos cervezas por favor. There you go. Two, Two beers, beers, please. There you yep, go. There we go. So you're already halfway there. To what, I know what where the banyo is. So that, there we go. I think I'm covered. But I will say, for as negative as that is, it's brought in kind of a positive, which has developed within the last hour, hour and a half. For those of you that recall, Justin and I are burning the midnight oil, wasting our time playing NCAA football 2013. Uh, previously, Coach Lou was at Hawaii with the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. You'll remember our first season, very successful, kind of fizzled out towards the end. Uh, second season, I got to be honest, I, I'll be completely honest with you. We were two and two. No, two and one. Two and one. We were two and one. Not even joking, we played the best game we've played since we started playing this game again. We were nine for 12 on third downs. Our, That's our incredible. Our quarterback, who was the freshman that we subbed in, great call by us. Tony Davis. I think he had three incompletions all game. He, at one point, he was 16 for 16. And we managed to lose. Uh, the worst it, luck of all time. And it was in double overtime. Uh, and that basically took the wind entirely out of our sails. I, I, we didn't have the energy to continue at two and two. So full disclosure... Uh, we really wanted to commit to the coaching carousel this time. So we. Well, j just before we get there, we, I just need to mention one thing. The best thing that did come out of this was we molded our future, a future shit, president, uh, senator, uh, astronaut in Tommy Boyd. And he oh, left yeah. us this message. Oh, let's hear it. Can't thank Coach Lou enough for all you did for me during my time at UH. I'm the man and the football player I am today because of you all. Proud to hold whatever degree I graduated at from the University of Hawaii at Manoa, and I'm a Rainbow Warrior for life. Look at that. Molding, molding minds, shaping lives. Tommy, no. Thank you, Tommy. You, what an inspiration. Now, all that said, we hightailed it out of We've, Hawaii. We, we sped away. We simulated through the entire season because we had gotten bored with it. I mean... We, we, we had gotten bored of them. They had gotten bored of us. The and like I was said, over. The, it, it, things were getting stale. So we went to the coaching carousel, and I'm not going to say by miracle, because I'll explain why, but Coach Lou is coming home. Play Skylar Gray coming home. I'm coming he home. has been hired coming by your home. Minnesota Golden Gophers, who went 1-10 last year. Home. He is basically trying to turn a ship around. He's basically trying to turn the Titanic around from the ice. PJ right Fleck, now. nay. Coach Lou, yay. yay. So we are now proceeding with our season or seasons. I mean, I can tell you this much right now, unless Auburn comes and knocking, Minnesota is the team we're gonna be at for years alone. To come. You put in some heavy recruiting tonight too. We we took the Minnesota recruiting class all the way up to number thirty one in the country after we got hired at Minnesota. So he's making waves. Now did we promise players, recruits? That we'd be in the top 10 after two years, after just finishing 1-10? in 10? Maybe. Possibly. Allegedly. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, we, we're trying to turn the program around. So, yes, very exciting times. We're going to commit to this. We're going to play every game. We're not going to be simulating. We're going to be recruiting. Uh, 
we're we're all in. I mean, this is one of the two schools we wanted to come to. The bank's going to be a rockin', and I cannot wait. So we will keep you updated on that because uh, I know everyone's dying to know how our NCAA football trials and tribulations are going. Uh, do you have anything else here? I, I I do have one other thing I'd like to share on how we're occupying our time. Uh, neither of us talked about this movie in our top 30 list. Obviously, I didn't because I had not previously seen it. But last Thursday, after we recorded the podcast, for the first time, I watched the movie Uncut Gems, the movie with Adam Sandler uh, and Kevin Garnett. Uh, it is on Netflix mm-hmm. for anyone that wants to watch it. Uh, it might not be for everyone. A plus for me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was enthralled the whole time. Uh, I cannot recommend it more. It'll make you anxious, like you said. Uh, but I thought it was fantastic. I know you saw it in theaters, I believe. For, yes, I did. And for a movie that starts out with a colonoscopy, with the camera literally going inside the colon or wherever, I guess it goes, kind of rebounded and you, you you enjoyed it, I'm guessing, based on your I, review. I was a big fan. It's sneaky. One of my favorite parts of it is... For any of you out there that have seen this TV show Stranger Things, the music in Uncut Gems eerily resembles resembles Stranger Things music. It, it it's I, I downloaded a couple songs from the uh, the you know album from the movie again. The movie album. I, what what is what am I looking soundtrack. 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 That's what I'm looking for. Uh, but yeah, so I would highly recommend that. We also watched last night Hell or High Water. Great also movie. on Netflix. Yep. Netflix, Netflix is coming yes. with the heat lately. We Netflix. had usually, and people do this all the time. It's like when you go back to the fridge expecting more food to show up. You're scrolling through Netflix and you scroll through Hulu. Then you go to Disney Plus and you're like, oh, let's check Netflix again. Last night we had no issues. We had like five movies lined up. We, we had a couple good choices. We're like, all right, screw it. Hell or high water. Let's go. Our, our issue was picking one. Yeah. We had too many choices. So Netflix, uh, don't sleep on Netflix if you're if you're looking for things to fill your time. Uh, I know the quarantine and stay at home orders kind of winding down, but if you know it's raining like it is tonight and you're having a night in, or you know you're trying to find something on the streaming services, don't be afraid to check Netflix. They have a lot of good movies. On there. It sounds like that we watched the preview for it last night and it looked just terrible. What's the movie? Three hundred sixty-five. That's a new thing that's going yeah, around. Yeah, that's the number one trending thing. It, it basically looks like. Um, 50 Shades of Grey on steroids and HGH and maybe uh, some other illegal drugs all at the same time. It, it I, I don't know. Where does all this shit come from? I don't know how it's airable on Netflix. I heard they don't show the penetration. Because everything I've seen, it basically looks like a uh, an adult film, we'll say. It is graphic, to say the least, the little clips I have seen on social media. I just don't know where this shit even comes from. I mean... What was that one? Outer Banks. I mean, Outer Banks. That, that came and went. Yeah, within about a week now. Outer this. Banks. Outer Banks was a huge trend and, and trending topic for. What was our one? Love is blind. Christ. Love is blind. Um, uh, Quarantine. If you what, watched all of those, you just, there's another one. What was the one where they're uh, they can't be physical with each other? The dating. Oh, show. Uh, who cares? Uh, yeah, I mean, who some cares? Other We're never going to watch show. it. We're not going to watch it. So. Netflix, maybe not great on the TV shows, but the movies. Oh, the movies the, the movies have been great, The movies too. have been great yes. lately. And I know next on our docket at some point, not sure when, but next on the docket is King of Staten Island, the new Pete Davidson movie. Yes. Uh, that looks really good. It's gotten really good reviews. Unfortunately, you know, you might want to watch it with like a group of people because it is like $20 to rent or whatever it is. So, you know, it's like going to a movie theater. I get that they got to make your money, but it might make more sense if you kind of pull your money together. Not that, you know. We can't afford a $20 movie, but 
might be nice to get I mean, together. With all the sponsorships coming in, I think we can afford it, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, that's good to know. That's good to know. So that is kind of what's going on. I think and I think one thing that we need to mention, and we've kind of let this go by the wayside, is we have a new workout. One oh, word. We do have a new workout. Why don't you share it with Do you folks? know what the word releve means? What I don't even know. What are the other words we do? Plie. Uh, Plie. Uh, Plie. They're all like French. We're doing a bar class. And we are embarrassing ourselves. We look like just two idiots dancing around the living room. If if anyone knows the gif I'm referencing of Abe Simpson walking in, hanging his hat on the coat rack, then immediately turning back around, grabbing his hat and walking out, I, I have to imagine anyone that waltzed in while these two very inflexible, unathletic males are doing this bar class in the middle of our living room. That would be their exact reaction. They they wouldn't even ask questions. They wouldn't even say anything. They would look, take a quick 180, and, and hightail it out of We there. don't even have bars. We're using like our stools. I'm using the wall. You use the couch. We're jumping up and down. We In typical Minnesota fashion, our, our, we have such gangly arms that we're like hitting each other accidentally. We're like, oh, sorry. So, sorry about that. Not to mention they suggest using one to five pound weights. We have a set of three pound weights and a set of five pound weights. I, I would like to know who out there in the universe is at doing a bar class with five pound weights because they are absolutely kicking my ass. I, I can hardly lift them for the, the majority threes of the are, I'm struggling even with the threes. So. It's it's unbelievable. Yes. So the reason being ben is we bay. have completed Insanity Max 30. We have completed a yoga program. Now we've moved on to a different Insanity. We're already on to month two of that, and we're doing a bar class now. So we're just really rounding out our uh athletic skills if you theoretically want to i should be in the best shape of my life spoiler alert i'm not i would say the same and i am not either because you know what my issue is because i've gotten a lot more casual with a beer here or three couple glasses of wine here maybe yeah. maybe uh third roommate ian goes to the local watering hole and gets us uh th- some gummy worms or a Reese's sticks you know that's thursday what what of it you know yeah so uh, the the i think the workout schedule has intensified the diet right down the shitter right absolutely we're trying to get that that equilibrium here and it's really not working out in our favor it's it's a it's a nice balance but we could definitely be better about it but yeah that's that's that is literally that is basically recapping our entire lives at this point that is that's how hey we actually wrote stuff down this week so that's why we have to inform the people what we're doing oh you wrote stuff down oh hell yeah i did i have not a single thing while you were hammering the recruiting trail i was penning our uh agenda for this evening oh well that's good then you're gonna have to keep us on track here because i wrote not a lick of well while we're on while we're just spitballing here uh you want to inform the people uh where you're going next week sir yeah next week i so i was supposed to be on a plane to London right now, probably in London by now. Jolly old London town. Uh, but I will actually be leaving on Monday morning for a vacation at Hilton Head for the week. I cannot wait. Uh, I am going with uh, Megan, my girlfriend, who I've mentioned before. Uh, have to meet a handful of her family. Ooh. I'm quite nervous. Uh, they are all diehard NC State fans. Ooh, are you going to wear the North Carolina gear? They have been informed that i am a north carolina fan i will tell you right now megan's dad was not thrilled to find out i was a north carolina fan so i can only imagine how this is going to go over with the family that still lives in north carolina that said uh, i feel like 
even though I've actually left the house, I feel like I haven't left the house in like four months. So uh, would I prefer to be going to Hilton Head when it's about negative 20 here? Yes. That said, I am all for any vacation right now. I just need to get away. So sadly, and I know people are going to be so disappointed, not actually, but that means there will not be a podcast le- next week unless Justin decides to freestyle and hop on the sticks by himself. Well, the bad news for everybody is uh, I don't know how to run my own computer. That's all you. So there will be no podcast next week. So the producer and co-host will be out. So you'll be without us for a week. I am so sorry. I hope you're friday will survive without us for one week i think it will maybe go back and uh, do- uh undownload and redownload the first couple episodes and listen to those again i'll also see how say, far we've grown i will say it looks like our uh, our download numbers are dwindling so this might we might be talking to no one at this point when we're talking here you know we might be saying oh there's not a podcast next week and there might not be a single person that even notices that we, i think we need to start pushing it again maybe 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 yeah share this with your friends and family i mean i know I, we just talked about how we have no preparation other than some chicken scratch notes we scribbled right before. But uh, One of our dearest friends actually told me this. You know, I respect the hell out of him for it. He said, you know, I don't listen to your podcast. However, I download every one of them. So thank you for that. I don't even care if you listen. Just hit that, mash that download. If you go to an Apple store or Best Buy, go on all the phones and go to the podcast app and just download our show on all of those. Booster numbers. Yeah. I will say I got an email the other day from a, a, an individual I don't know what he must have some company. I don't know, but he said, "I see life from the sidelines is gaining some traction. <laughs> Would you like to reach out and and get a free trial to see how you can even optimize your reach and downloads even more?" And to that, I said no because I can't imagine that that free trial is a worth it and b cheap once the the payment kicks in. So we're relying on you guys. That's all I'm gonna say. Word of mouth, baby. Come on, start spreading it to everybody. So we talked about it last week. We've gone through our favorite movies. We've gone through our favorite musical artists. I think in the pipeline, at some point, we're going to go over our favorite TV shows of all time because I think we'll have some diversity there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we're going to go for top 10, but that is not this week. This week, we are introducing a new segment. <gasps> Gasp, gasps across the universe. So our new segment... It's going to be very simple. It's going to be titled Recommendations. Justin and I are each going to recommend three different things. Whether it's a product you should buy, a book you should read, a new artist you should look for, a movie you should watch that we haven't talked about, an activity, just anything that we have a recommendation about, we're going to give you three each week and hopefully kind of introduce some people to things that they have not experienced before. So, Justin, do you have your three? I do. Uh, Would you like me to go first? Would you like to go first? How do we want to handle it? I'm going to volley it back to you. Have you go first. All right. So, my first recommendation, and it is a book. And if you haven't been able to tell so far, which I think you probably can if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, I am a big fan of cooking. Uh, I'm a big fan of chefs. Just all things food, I really seem to enjoy it. I taught myself to cook. I was a horrible cook in college. I basically made those little pre-made pasta packages where you just boil water, pour everything in, and it makes it. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so I was incredibly lazy. I did not know how to cook. Finally, I moved out on my own. I was like, you know, I really have to learn how to cook. I got to figure out what I'm doing here. So I kind of taught myself, you know, uh, for anyone out there that wants to learn how to cook, whether you're 20, whether you're 40, 
doesn't matter how old you are. You can learn at any point. You just got to be willing to, to commit to it. Uh, go for it. It's it's a it's a very calming experience. It's a good skill to have too. And I I basically taught myself. I didn't go to any cooking classes. I love my mother to death. I am a self proclaimed mama's boy. My mom did not teach me how to cook, and my dad does not cook. My dad's cooking is picking up the phone and ordering pizza. So I basically taught myself. And that's how I fell in love with it. The book I would recommend is called Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. Major RIP. For those of you that don't know who Anthony Bourdain is, he is a very, very famous chef. Was a very, very famous chef. He died, I believe. He killed, sadly killed himself, I think, within the last two or three years. A couple years. years ago, yeah. But he was a very famous chef. He was on a lot of the cooking shows. Top chef that I reference all the time. He was a guest judge several times on that show through the first eight or nine seasons. Uh, he had his own TV show called No Reservations, where he would basically travel the world. He would go check out uh, different parts of the country or country and the the world, you know, different continents, um, different countries, and check out their cuisine, learn about their lifestyle. Very fascinating show. I believe it was on the Travel Channel. I think it's on Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. Whatever streaming service is on, I'm pretty sure every season's on it. Yeah, so it's out there to watch it. I mean, he's just a fascinating character, and this. Kitchen Confidential book is quite literally about what life is like as a chef. He talks about his own experiences. He talks about job interviews. He talks about working in famous kitchens. He talks about what the lifestyle is like for a chef. Uh, I will say if you have no interest in cooking, no interest in food, and no interest in like learning about a chef uh, life and kind of the background of cooking, obviously not for you. But my recommendation would be if you have any interest in it whatsoever, it's it's I've I've been trying to read more uh, as of late. You know, it just I feel like it calms me down before bed. This is probably out of all the books I've read over the last year or two, the fastest I've ever read a book. I couldn't put it down. I liked it so much that he has a second book that came out, and I bought it recently and plan to start reading. I I probably plan to read that when I'm on vacation next week because I purchase that and an Anthony Bourdain cookbook. I mean, he's just a fascinating character and I, I can't wait. So as in, uh, as interesting as the book was, obviously, before he sadly killed himself, is it more interesting that now the stories about how hard it was being a chef now that he did kind of do that? with you know, like, Can you kind of understand why what his thought process was almost? I can understand. And, and what's fascinating to me is basically if you're going to become a chef and one that that is your career and you try and make it very high up, you have to be committed. It is not a glamorous lifestyle. It's a very hard lifestyle. And we've talked about it before in reference to Top Chef. It is not a high paying uh, profession. So you have to be committed and love cooking. That said, it is fascinating to hear the stories. I mean, he basically just tells his life story in the kitchen. And it's fascinating to hear Here's why we bought these ingredients on this day and from this vendor because of this. Or I didn't get the job at this job interview because I said this when I should have said this. Or these are all the drugs and all the drinking I did while I was a chef to make it through. Or this is how I didn't sleep a lot of nights because I was, you know, in the kitchen until 11 p.m. and had to be back in at 4 a.m. It's just, it's a very fascinating read and it really highlights maybe not highlights, but gives you some, some background information and, and background scenes and, and some, 
you know, perspective on a profession you probably don't know much about. So yeah, Kitchen Confidential, and that would you be just, my recommendation. You just bought this on Amazon then? You can just kind of get it at any bookstore? Bought then? it on Amazon. I'm assuming you can get it on basically any bookstore. I bought it on Amazon. That's where I bought the second book. That's where I bought the Anthony Bourdain cookbook. They're all on Amazon. Um, you know, if anyone wants to borrow it, you can just borrow it from me. I will say uh, a couple weekends ago, I had brought a glass of white wine down to my bedroom accidentally spilled it on my nightstand so my kitchen confidential book got a little bit drenched but it's still readable so if anyone wants if anyone wants to borrow it it just has a little character words right on my mouth got a little got a little character to it so kitchen confidential that is my recommendation on to you my friend i like that um well since we're on the same wavelength here my my number one recommendation was going to be watch hell or high water but we did already touch that so i'm sorry no no no, that's fine i think it just uh it just accentuates that it's a great movie and we talked about it a little bit so i'm gonna transition a little bit to a show that i'm watching right now and actually unfortunately it filmed seven episodes but they're currently filming so it got cut off from uh filming because of covid the cv uh yes the big rona um the big r uh the show is called billions it's on showtime it's on season five uh damian lewis is the main uh, actor in it he's you would remember him from homeland he does a lot of plays uh redheaded dude he's british uh you would absolutely know who he is um, if you're a Sons of Anarchy fan, Maggie Siff uh, is in that show. Um, who else is in it? Uh, David Costable. Basically, it has a cool uh, it has a cool cameo usually every week too. Basically, it's about a guy who runs a hedge fund and he's a billionaire basically. And then Paul Giamatti is the Attorney General of New York, and he's kind of after Bobby Axelrod, which is the hedge fund manager. And they kind of go at it every season. And yeah, it's on season five. It's one of my favorite shows. It uh, is a big undertaking to uh, catch up on five seasons, but it is one of my favorite shows of all time. One of my favorite shows I'm currently watching. So yeah, Billions on couple Showtime. A qu- couple questions for you. So you said it's on Showtime. Correct. Do you have to have a cable subscription to get Showtime? Uh, it's I have I uh, mooch off my parents for that, but uh, honestly, a Showtime subscription is worth it for the show. And if you ever if for Showtime in general, Homeland's really good. They have movies on there. So if you want to just go that route of just buying the Showtime thing, I do recommend that. Okay, yeah. I like that. My second question, how many episodes per season? Uh, I believe 10 or 12. Okay, and then I'm assuming they're each about an hour long. Yeah, so you're staring down the barrel of, you know, five episodes, or five seasons, 10 episodes, 12 episodes. So yeah, it is an undertaking. But once it gets rolling and once you like it, it's one of those shows where you'll watch four in one day. I've, I've heard you compliment it quite a bit, and I've wanted to watch it again the reason I asked about Showtime is because I do not have access to Showtime or have Showtime unless I get it through you. So I have not watched it yet, but I do plan at some point to watch it because I've heard nothing but good things. It's, one of, it's my brother and I's favorite show going right now. So yeah, Billions. All right. Showtime, Billions. There we go. My number two recommendation is a product that Ooh. I would suggest that everyone should have, whether it's in your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room, your kitchen, maybe not your kitchen, but your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room. It is a wax melter. Specifically, what I have is a Sensi wax melter. And what it is, is it basically resembles a candle. It is a heating element with a tray on top of said heating element. And then there's different scented little wax cubes almost. You put it in there, It basically works like a candle, but you can turn it on and off. The wax will melt, then harden once you turn it off, then turn back on. I'll tell you this much. I have one. Mysterious roommate number three, Ian, has one. If one of us has our Scentsy on and the door is open to our bedroom, you can smell it in the entire basement. I've come downstairs multiple times and said, 
holy hell, it smells good down here. So it's pretty reasonable. The Scentsy Melter or any sort of wax melter is maybe like 30 bucks, 50 if you get a higher-end one. I think you can get packs of like 10 cubes. So they come in like these little shaped cubes and you just break off one at a time in the, in the cube. If you're turning it on and off, if you leave it running all the time, it'll lose its scent pretty quickly because think about it. It's like having a candle lit 24 hours a day. Um, but if you turn it on and off, that'll last you, you know, week, two weeks. It lasts you quite a while. You can get a bunch of different scents. Some are, um, you know, more fruity flavored. Some are a little more floral scented. I shouldn't say flavored. I'm not eating these wax <laughs> melters, but you know, some of them are a little more manly. I mean, they just have a variety of, of scents and, to me, they're safer than a candle. Way you don't safer have, than a candle. You don't, you don't have a live flame going. Uh, basically, the biggest risk you run is if it spills, you know, you got, you know, wax melted all over the carpet. It happened to me one time in my bedroom. I, I, I pulled the cord too quickly, spilled wax all over my carpet, was able to get it out. I would suggest if you get one to maybe try and put it in a place with hardwood because then all I need to do, just like any other wax, let it harden, scrape it up with a credit card, and it's like, Oh, Siri apparently thought Siri I was talking trouble to hearing it, you. so whatever. But anyways, a Scentsy wax melter. I would highly suggest getting one, especially if you like your house smelling fresh and clean. I mean, you can get seasonal scents like pumpkin and apple for the fall. Ooh, love, uh, love me a good apple pie in the in the fall. Yeah, it's it's. I I could not recommend it more. I bought it like four or five years ago, and I that thing is always running. It's a great so gift. It's it's yeah. a good gift to have. It's just something nice to have, especially you know, especially like I said, that's why you don't want to put it in the kitchen. You don't really want you know like a candle burning in your kitchen, kind of mixing with your your food scents and your food flavors and all that. But uh, highly recommend it for a bedroom, a bathroom, a living room. It's I would almost say it's a must-have. Uh, when we when we have two gangly dudes in the living room working out twice a day, jumping around trying to do bar classes, let's just say the Sensi comes in handy, that's for sure. Must-have. And two of the three roommates here have it, so you have the two-thirds stamp of approval, and you love the smell, so I'd give it the three-of-three three stamp. You know, maybe I'll get one. Who knows? I got that Amazon Prime. Uh, All right, that is my number two to you, I my love friend. that. Uh, this is going great. Um, my number two suggestion, it's a little off the wall. Um, I have a t- one or two TV shows where no matter what mood I'm in, if I'm in a horrible mood, if I'm in a great mood, if I if I had the worst day in my life, if I had the best day in my life, these are the shows that will either always make me laugh or always make me feel good. The Office is one of them. So good. I d- hate scary movies. I know people that don't mind scary movies. I've had multiple people say, I can't wa- when I watch a scary movie before bed, I literally just lay in bed and I can't, I just can't focus. I, I can't, I'm just laying there in bed. I always, my number one suggestion is turn on the office. It'll make you laugh and it'll make you feel good. My other show like that is Hawaii Five-0. I always will only watch Hawaii Five-0 on Fridays and Saturdays because it's my, the weekends here, that's my show to watch when I'm feeling good. So always have one show that if, if you're having a shit day and you just want to make you feel better, that's your show to watch. Or if there's new episodes coming out of it, wait till Friday. You, you know, you always will equate that show to the weekend. You'll always equate that show to good times. And that's what I do with these two shows. Like I said, the, the watch the office after a scary movie. I've recommended it to a million people and it works because it'll make you laugh and it'll put your mind at ease after watching paranormal activity where you think there's a ghost in your room. So, I, I will say that. I, I would agree with that. Office is always a good choice. Uh, personally, for me, whenever I need to be put in a good mood or just want something to watch that I don't need to, you know, 
I don't have to be completely invested in terms of I don't need to, you know, be watching, you know, not like a billions yeah. or a Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, you're not. This is one of those shows where if you want to jump on your phone for a minute, that's fine. Or you've already seen it a million times, like, like Parks and Rec, Curb, stuff like that. And Make for me, laugh. that's the Food Network. 100%. And, you know, I love putting on the Food Network. I love what, whoa, is that a ghost in here? The lights uh, just that, that paranormal activity uh, uh, quip really pissed off the ghosts in here. Yeah, the power did go out last night. That's a little weird, but whatever. So yes, uh, yes, I love the idea of having a go-to TV show to just put you in a good mood. Kind of like the same thing with having a good good artist to just put you in a good mood. So that is a good suggestion. I can't recommend enough too. If there's a show that you watch on TV, it's on your DVR, stack those shows up and watch it every Friday or every Saturday if you're staying in. Because then, like I said, you will always equate that show. To, or if you have a day off, it'll always equate that show to a time where you're feeling good. You're going into the weekend. You're having. A, you're going to have a good weekend. And that's why when I have a Hawaii Five O's, it's the last season. I have six of them left. I just can't get around to watch them because I don't want to, this little shtick to end for me. But when I watch them, they'll always be on a Friday or Saturday night when I'm in bed. And it's just, I'm loving, I'm loving life. So, yeah. That's a great suggestion. All right. Number three for me, staying on the media train. Uh, I know we just talked about favorite artists. I know we talked about favorite albums, favorite songs. Uh, I have an artist that I'm going to add that I will admit that I actually don't think a lot of people have heard of. Um, but they're one of my personal favorites just to kind of throw on and listen to. Um, they're a band called Litany, L-I-T-A-N-Y. They're basically a, a UK-based indie kind of pop duo. Um, I believe it's a, a male and a female. Uh, they only have one EP that they've ever released. They've released a handful of singles, you know, five or six over the years so they only really have like 10 to 12 songs they don't have a ton um but this is kind of in line with that feel good tv show this this music is very calming soothing and you know puts you in kind of a groovy you know enjoyable mood they have an ep called four tracks ep every single song from that ep is fantastic and this is one of those that you just throw on when you're chilling in the car or you're chilling you might be chilling playing some video games you just want some background noise you might be cooking dinner you want some background noise. you might be working and you just want a little bit of you know casual soft beat music uh i feel like a lot not a lot of people know of the band litany but uh they've been one of my faves they every time they've released something and like i said it's only been one ep and five or six singles but i've downloaded every single one and enjoyed every single one um, I don't even know if I've played them for you or, or if you would. Know I, I was just about to say, I just went on my uh, Apple Music. I've never even heard of these people. I have apparently have two songs. There's Bedroom, which I know. You introduced me to that song. Flaws is really good. Call on me. I don't know what that is either, but I have those two songs. Bedroom, PS2, I Said, and Flaws are all from that four-song EP. They also have um, Roman numeral 1, 2, 3, and 4 as songs on that four-song EP, but I didn't download those. I just downloaded the actual songs. But yeah, give them a listen. I mean, if you're into indie pop, if you're into kind of some slower kind of chill music, uh, they're fantastic. Um, like I said, they they I don't even remember how I came across them, but every time they release a new song now, it's, it's an automatic download for me. So number three for me, you know, Litany. I would recommend the, recommend the band Litany. I will be downloading the rest of their album tonight. Um, my number three recommendation, and this one I think hits close to home with a lot of people, especially with what's going on in the world now, call your grandparents. Ooh, that's I, a good one. I don't mean to be preachy, but I only have one grandma left. The, my, other, my two grandpas have passed away, and my other grandma passed away recently. 
I try to call my grandma Jean, mean Jean. She's not mean. She's great. I try to call her at least once a week, maybe every other week. I mean, especially with what's going on with COVID, there a lot of them can't leave their their house. They can't leave their retirement community. The only people they're seeing is their nurse. I mean, you can FaceTime these, you know, your grandma and grandpa, but I mean, they've been basically stuck inside for upwards of four months. So they really can't get out and do much. My grandma who lives in Canada said, fuck it. I'm going to the store. You can, you can stop me if you want to, but I'm leaving the house. So she's being a little bit more radical than some people, but you know, especially if your grandma and grandpa has lost their spouse, it's just them. You know, they, they, they loved it. My grandma, I'll call her and I'll just let her fucking talk. I just, she talks about whatever the hell she wants. And I just say, yep, grandma. Yep. And then tell her about my day. And it just brings joy to her. I don't know why she likes talking to me so much, but whatever. I'm not that interesting, but call your grandparents. I mean, ask some stories. They've, you know, my grandma's 80. She lived through a hell of a lot more than I've lived through. So, you know, it's now is not, now is there's not a better time than now to call them. And, uh, even the, the, you could do this, this, uh, Skype or the, uh, FaceTime. And, uh, the typical grandma is when you are talking to them, they're like in the, in like the corner of the screen, you can only see their forehead and then like they're talking to the ground. So that's like the typical grandma or grandpa, but, uh, yeah, call them, FaceTime them. I don't know. Send them a carrier pigeon. That That's a good call. I, I would even FaceTime your grandma, even though the said grandma criticized my vacuuming skills. That was when she turned into mean gene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a few years ago, but regardless, that's a good one. Call your grandparents. Uh, I feel like everyone should be doing that. I feel like I feel like that's good advice for everyone. That's not that's not that's not going to apply to a specific segment. You know, God willing, you have grandparents left. I apologize yep. if you do not, but if you do, that's a good one because this is this is probably hitting them hard, like you said. You'd be amazed how much they just care about what's going on with your life. I mean, my grandma, she knows a hell of a lot more than I think she knows. She knew, you know, when I'm going on trips or when I'm doing this because my mom tells her. But I mean, she just likes to hear, you know, like what's going on with my job, what's going on. Do I have any lady friends in the pipeline? Spoiler alert: No. Uh, you know, just what's going on with my life, and uh, she just likes to hear it. And I just let her talk about, uh, you know, walking the halls and having to get out of the way of people with their walkers. You know, so yeah, there you go. Call Grandma I mean, Jean. It they'll appreciate it. That's that's for sure. So that is that's our newest segment. We came up with it while we were doing our bar class. Came I, up with it. I, I kind of love ago. it to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's going to be new things every week. We're just going to try and suggest things in our personal life that we've enjoyed, we think are worthwhile and uh pass those along to you. So it fits in perfectly with the podcast. It's just jumbled all over no rhyme or reason. There's going to be like an influx of people buying Sensi's on Amazon. They're going to be like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, they're going to they're going to sell out or or something like that. But Yes, that's going to be our new segment. Um, that that segment might go on till the end of time. I mean, we I don't think until you can, we're out of things to recommend. I don't think you could have enough recommendations. So, uh, and uh, I guess the last thing here. Do you have a little rant you'd like to get to? The last did thing it not here, go well for you yesterday? Sir? The last thing here is oh sports. Before we get to yours, should I make my announcement of what team? Oh yeah. Okay. So yes, go ahead, Justin. Last Saturday along with Scotch Hegg, so, announced his, his fandom allegiance for the Premier League. The Premier League, the soccer. Came back yesterday. I was watching it while working. It's great. It's great to have soccer back. It's just it's the biggest sport in the world. Scotch H and I are officially Leicester City fans. Let's go. Let's go Foxes. Yeah, let's go Foxes. What does the Fox say? So the Premier League is officially back. Someone should tell Arsenal 
because they didn't get off the goddamn bus yesterday. The guy that got a red card did. I, I can't believe I waited three months for this. I sat there avoiding all social media, even basically avoiding my phone. You came up in the morning with your jersey on. You were feeling good, loving life. I don't know what I expected. I, I don't know. I'm like I'm like the the boyfriend or girlfriend that keeps going back to their significant other that is cheating. Oh, maybe they'll be different this time. Maybe Arsenal will actually show up for once. Maybe they'll be ready to play in a big game. Oh, it's an away game against a good team, but maybe maybe they'll pull it out because they don't have the fans there. You know, it's kind of a neutral venue almost to a degree. Stupid, stupid, stupid me. Dump that girlfriend. If anyone decided to start rooting for Arsenal upon my suggestion, two things. One, I hope you forgot that the league restarted yesterday and that they had a game. And two, if you did watch the game, I apologize deeply that you're now aboard this absolute train wreck of a team. It was so embarrassing. I I, I try and be invested in the entire game when I've you know delayed the result and I watched the recording and try and watch the whole game later. It got to about the 50 or 60th minute. And I could not have been less invested. I cannot believe that I bothered with that yesterday. It was an absolute waste of half of my night. David Luiz, David Luiz, if he never plays another game for the Arsenal Football Club again, I would be jumping for joy. This man single-handedly ruined the game. They played against Manchester City. Is Manchester City a good team? Absolutely. I know they're a good team. It's very frustrating to watch. Basically, it basically looked like Manchester City didn't even get out of second gear. It looked like Arsenal was sprinting all over the field and Manchester City was, you know, the the larger, bigger fighter that sticks their arm out and just holds, you know, the the little brother, the little opponent at at arm's just length flailing and his just arms. swinging as hard as they can. It was so infuriating. And not only that, but they have another game on Saturday morning. And like the absolute moron I am, I'll probably walk up Saturday morning, make myself a, a cup of coffee in my Arsenal mug, be wearing one of my Arsenal shirts, full on ready to go for it all over again. I, I, uh, I You're beaten down. Like I said... If if you decided to root for Arsenal, they are just like Minnesota fans or Minnesota teams. You know, you're you're so hyped up, you're pumped, you can't wait. Like, oh, the Premier League is back. My team is back. I can't wait to watch them. I'm so excited. I had a pep in my step yesterday to root for the Arsenal, and they absolutely did a jig right on my heart. So embarrassing. So again, I'd like to say a quick apology if you decided to root for Arsenal. Just know yesterday, I hope, is the low of lows. It might not be, but I hope that is the lowest we go. Uh, Thankfully, on Saturday, we play a team that is significantly worse than Manchester City. Probably someone that's more on par with our level. So if you're rooting for Arsenal, welcome to this freight train of emotion. Sounds like welcome to hell. Yeah, it's... 
I was pissed. I was pissed yesterday, but whatever. I'm I'm over it. Like I said, as soon as Saturday morning rolls around, you know, I'm going to, you know, put the horse blinders on and be ready to rock again. I'm sure I'll be thrilled and ready to go. So, uh, the Premier League is back, as you can tell. Uh, there's, I think I told Justin yesterday, the announcers said there's going to be games on TV and played in the Premier League in 35 of the next 40 days. That was as of yesterday. And today was one of the days without games being played. So basically, there's going to be games in 34 of the next 38 or 37 days. So, you know, it's going to be all over your TV screens. You're gonna, it's going to be hard to avoid if you're if you're seeking it out. Um, I think I'll just give you a couple of the good games that are happening. Well, um, ju- before you do that, just as a uh, as an aside, did uh, did everything kind of go according to plan yesterday? Everything, all the games went off without a hitch. Kind of looked like this is kind of could can be can happen for the next couple months as far as games going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean they they pumped in artificial crowd noise from the FIFA video games, which is a bit odd, but I mean it's better I suppose than literally just hearing every single thing on the pitch and then the announcers announcing. I mean, you can go watch it on nbcsports.com if you don't want to hear the crowd noise. I personally didn't mind it. It's it seems to make it a little bit more real. Obviously, you can see there's no fans in the stands, but you know it is what it is, uh, but everything went found a hitch. I mean, there was there's some controversy in the first game. I'm not going to get into it because there's two teams no one cares about, and no one cares about what the controversy was, something with the goal review system, whatever. Here are some of the games that are happening this weekend. Tomorrow at 2.15 in the afternoon, Ooh. Tottenham Hotspur is playing Manchester United. We're going to have to put that one on the old TV. That is two of the big six teams. That is a very good game. That's probably the best game of the weekend. That'll be on NBC Sports Network. Uh, for those of you that really want to get into it but can't necessarily watch while you're at work um, or you want to focus on your work, go ahead and DVR that game. I can't promise. I can never promise that it's going to be a good game, but those are two very good teams and that are going to be very competitive with each other. So I'd be a decent watch. Uh, a couple of the other games, uh, your your Leicester Foxes play at 6.30 in the morning on Saturday. So I can Ooh. assume you're not going to be getting up for that. No, but, I will not. And unfortunately, that is one of the few games that is not on television. So uh, you'd have to find it uh, on a replay website, which I, I can shoot over to you. Who and, does my and new team play? If, if they want to watch. What? Who does my new team play? Watford. Ooh. Watford's trash, so that would be why. Um, really the only other game I want to mention for the weekend is Everton versus Liverpool, which is the Merseyside Derby. Liverpool is two wins away from winning the league already with, you know, 10 games to play or nine games to play. Uh, Everton Liverpool is a big rivalry that doesn't happen till 1 PM on Sunday. So, you know, when you're kind of slugging a few beers back with dad on father's day and things are winding down after he's grilled out lunch or you've grilled out lunch. Uh, maybe throw it on. It's on NBC, so uh, you'll get to see one of the better teams in the world, Liverpool, playing, um, and they'll probably thrash Everton. Can't promise it'll be a good game again, but that's a decent watch. But, you know, there's games tomorrow. There's two games tomorrow, four games Saturday, three games Sunday, one game Monday, two games Tuesday, five games Wednesday, and three games Thursday. So basically... what a gauntlet. So basically, starting tomorrow... The first day without a Premier League game is next Friday. So if you want to start watching, go ahead and dive in because there's games all the way up until this upcoming, a week from now. There's games for the next week. Then there's not a game on Friday. Then they play again Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, I mean, it's basically every day of the week like we talked about. Um, Again, 
throw on the Premier League if you want something to watch. Uh, it's definitely sports back, so that's a positive. And, you know, like I said, even if you haven't picked a team yet, there's no better time than the present to to pick one out and find one because they're basically all going to be on TV. Well, and it sounds like between MLB, which may never come back, NHL, which they just announced that a bunch of players don't want to come back, and the NBA, which is looking at late July, you're going to have at least another month where it's, what, NASCAR, golf, and soccer, basically? Are your only options. Basically. So in the Premier League, if you, like, we're, we're well, like a lot of people working from home, just turn it on your TV. I occasionally would just look up and kind of see what the action is. I, based on your reactions, I can always see the replay of what's going on because you're watching on your iPad. So, I mean, it's probably the most exciting sport out of those three to pick. And yeah, not really, literally not a better time to jump in than now. Yeah, and, and just pick a team. It's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I know I really sold it hard there as I basically, I'm wearing all black right now for Arsenal's funeral because they were just abysmal yesterday. But uh I love it. Like I said, I'll be right back on Saturday morning, you know, with my red foam finger and my scarf around my neck ready to root the, the gunners onto victory, even though who the hell cares at this point. But whatever. I digress. I would suggest tuning in. Uh, I already had one individual, Matt N., uh, reach out and ask for the uh, website that kind of gives you the TV schedule that says what time the games are on and on what channel. So again, if you want to get into the Premier League and, and want to know, uh, just let me know and I'll shoot that over to you. And uh, it's kind of like your your beginner's guide to finding the games on TV and, and finding out how to watch them. Um, the lights keep flickering in here. Yeah, we are we, in the uh, middle of a thunderstorm, I believe. Yeah, we. Um, I think I think we're going to maybe cut it here before all the power goes out. Ian, lock the door. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut it here before all the power goes out and things start getting real weird. I'd rather not hear any shrieks or screams from the either of us on on recorded microphones. So before uh, the, things get if real, the, if the ghosts get us, it's been real, guys. Yeah. This be the last. You know, at least our voices are documented for our families. And I'll I'll leave a note for the ghosts to at least upload the podcast so this reaches yes. you guys before uh b- before they do whatever they do. But to that, I I, I would say let's play the. They just went again. Oh my, right, this is we, get, wait, hold on. If any fathers before this, before we die here, if any fathers are listening, Happy Father's Day. Go spend, go socially distance, spend time with your dad. This is getting weird. Cut the music. Let's play the music. Let's get the hell out of here. Boom.